Well, we think that uh, innovation technology comes uh, come mostly from the deliberate design of uh, humans. In reality, a lot of uh, the technology that we have today has come about from the, the interaction and uh, sort of uh, emergence of something that uh, has been the result of the free interactions among a large, large group of uh, people. The example of it has been the latest uh, development of uh, the industry through uh, neural networks that again have existed for decades and yet only in the last uh, few years have started to really give us impressive results which no one expected anymore. An interesting part, as I explained in uh, many episodes uh, previously here, is that of course the current AI paradigm is quite interesting because um, actually uh, it was primarily based on uh, on an architecture that uh, could be um, actually could emerge uh, as a, you know with with interesting developments of what the AI could do simply by scaling up uh, computing power, training data, and parameters into those models through of course the the transformer-based architecture. So this tells us that, of course, it's quite interesting uh, when uh, we see the emergence of technology from things that uh, no one expected to work. And in a way, also the emergence of this technology is not coming from a single mind, but uh, from the work of uh, many smart people throughout the decades and from many, many experiments, and also from the, inter the inter intersection of uh, different uh, technological developments just to remind that this current AI uh, revolution wouldn't be possible if we didn't have actually the uh, concur concurrent development of uh, the cloud infrastructure which is the underlying for any AI supercomputing that uh, is getting used to train those large language models. The uh, evolution of a large uh, data that we have on the web, on the internet, uh, as we speak. And of course, another key element is also the new architecture, which again was the, actually developed by uh, many ideas in the field, even though then uh, Google um, is claiming and actually uh, fairly claiming that they put together the paper in 2017, which gave rise to this transformer-based architecture. In reality, uh, you know, those uh, ideas came from the uh, interactions of many people in the field and also one of the reasons why this architecture worked so well it's because many in the field also uh, sort of uh, consolidated around it. So the interesting point that I want to make today in the, what I like to call the innovation paradox is that in a complex society like the one in which we live uh, today any object that we use from the, the, from the simplest object to the more complex technologies actually require a very uh, large-scale cooperation of many people across the globe in a way that is mostly distributed and decentralized. So, so even though if usually we think of innovation as coming from you know a few minds and a few key large players, in reality, that's just the story and the narrative that we like about it. But what the point that I want to make today is, is that in reality, a lot of these uh, technology and innovation comes from emerging properties of many, many interactions existing and many of which are actually not deliberate interaction and more like free interactions and from these results this sort of innovation. And the key point that I want to make today is that 
uh, in a complex society like the, a society in which uh, we live today that evolves via uh, new technologies that are more and more uh, complex this technological paradigm can only be managed if actually is driven in a distributed way because the amount of coordination which is required even to provide the simplest technology or what we call the simplest technology today it's uh, requires a, such a complex and uh, um, you know sort of coordinated large-scale cooperation of individuals that there is no way that any central player or like any small group of people or minds can actually handle it so that's my point uh, that uh, i want to make today is that in a society which is driven by innovation in the form of technology is going to be by definition a society that is going to require um, very complex interactions among individuals across the globe. One example that I like a lot is about the production of a GPU. Now, we may give for granted that everything that, for instance, we can do through applications like ChatGPT uh, is uh, actually very simple, but in reality, for anyone who has been following the field, you know that uh, all that makes possible those large language models are GPUs. and um, if you look at the, the whole manufacturing process of the GPU, and I'm going to leave a link in the show notes so that you can look at it as I described it in my newsletter, you will realize the complexity that, that it requires and also actually the large scale cooperation required to actually achieve that. And while it's true that a lot of this uh, is happening uh, by uh, going through a few key large players like for instance NVIDIA which has become a, tri a, a trillion dollar company uh, given the, how valuable GPUs have become in reality if we look deeply and not superficially into the process of making a single GPU you realize that into it there are so many parts and elements that require a cooperation not just among large players like NVIDIA but also among uh, you know many many people and many small businesses small and medium businesses that are part of the supply chain of the GPU in other words while we like to uh, have a narrative where there is a single player that is uh, actually making this all possible when we look at it and again I'm going to leave a link in the in the show note about the whole manufacturing process of the GPU and the amount of coordination required to actually make this possible you will realize that in reality to enable the production of something extremely complex like a GPU it requires the presence and the coordination uh, among large players like media and uh, small uh, businesses around it uh, in every single step of the way from sourcing to actually manufacturing and uh, uh, distribution uh, everything is gonna need this large scale cooperation so again the key point that I wanted to make today is that when we move and we already moved in a complex society that is driven by uh, technological advancement not only is critical that those uh, technologies are handled in a distributed way my argument here is that this is the only possible way to actually handle very large complex technologies and this is also a sustainable way meaning that you know there is this belief for which um, 
you know, uh, technology needs to be, for instance, trend-centralized if we want to handle it in a way which is always safe or like efficient. In reality, my argument goes in the opposite direction. If you want to have a society that keeps progressing uh, in uh, in a uh, technological manner, you're gonna need to make sure that everything is distributed as much as possible, just because the level of entropy and therefore sort of the tendency to to uh, move to um, uh, to a chaotic system uh, requires a high level of maintenance of this system and the only way to achieve this maintenance is by actually enabling enabling large-scale cooperation in mostly a, a self uh, in, a, in a decentralized distributed matter and while we can achieve uh, coordination by enabling uh, you know uh, some sort of concentration by actually doing policies that enable us to achieve this coordination also by using, for instance, uh, government's uh, incentives and uh, by leveraging uh, central players like, for instance, NVIDIA in the GPU space. In reality, when we want to maintain such complex technologies, the only way to go is actually to enable it via a distributed uh, society that works by discovering um, and uh, keep maintaining those technologies at uh, decentralized level. So this is my argument for today. The innovation paradox tells you that in order to keep progressing in a sustainable way, in a society that relies on more and more complex technologies, since the amount of maintenance required for those technologies is massive, there is no single central player or small group of people or small group of minds that can achieve that. And the only way to actually make this complexity sustainable in the long term is actually to enable this complexity to be handled at a decentralized and distributed manner. And while we're going to have central players that will coordinate, those will not be the main uh, uh, protagonist of this ecosystem. Uh, that's how uh, the innovation can be handled in a complex so society.